What's up, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall, a podcast where we talk about the latest and greatest cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who have made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and today, as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up? What's up? And LeVon Maynard. Good day to you. Yeah. So, uh, again, we're, we're up with the, uh, the new format. So, uh, the second topic, I'm actually going to put it in the right order. So, now, now I said that I got to do it. Um, this one comes uh, from uh, Bleeping Computer. Uh, and it is near and dear to LeVon's heart. That's why I gave it to him as a topic, so I can break his heart. <laughs> so I'll leave it to you. That's right. I ain't gonna break my heart. This is, uh, like uh, Ryan said, this is a uh, computer password state password manager hacked in the supply chain attack. This is by uh, hmm, Sergio uh, Gatlin. So, uh, or Gatlin. So this one's uh, basically an article. Uh, essentially, this uh, Click Studios, a company behind a password state enterprise uh, password manager, notified its uh, customers that a attacker compromised its update mechanism. So they got, uh, I guess, pretty much got access to their, I guess, the supply chain of uh, their update uh, servers and what have you. So essentially, people that downloaded a, I guess they did like an in-place upgrade, and they connected to the server and downloaded, you know, the patch that's supposed to like, you know, clean things up, make things better. It apparently put some malware on the systems, and uh, obviously the malware malware was kind of concerning. Uh, they said that you know it's uh, essentially that the attack uh, could have potentially compromised some of the data, the data because it had access to be able to uh, send data back and forth between you know between the, the client and whatever like uh, server that was accessible from the internet. And uh, essentially they, they released like a, pretty much like a, a, a fix to pretty much uh, get rid of this. Uh, apparently it was like a, uh, it was only like, I think four kilobytes worth of data that the, the patch had, uh, had included. This was like enough data for it to be you know, compromised. And uh, they sent some instructions, sent an email out to all the, all the users of this, this, uh, this password manager, I think apparently according to this article, there's uh, is used by over 370,000 security and IT professionals at two, uh, 29,000 companies worldwide. Um, so it's a pretty, looks like it's pretty used, even though I, honestly I haven't, I hadn't heard of it until I saw this article. I wasn't too familiar with password state, uh, but apparently it's a pretty big one. It's been out there for a little bit. And um, yeah, so they were able to get the, 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 I guess to get it patched and get the, uh, the issue remediated. But obviously, this is kind of a concern that, you know, people have password managers that, I guess, in this state, in this situation can get compromised. And um, as a result, if I had like to change, are they recommended that I change the passwords or credentials? Um, I don't know if the article didn't like really, really explicitly say that, you know, these passwords were leaked or like everybody, you know, this so-and-so had access to your passwords, but it recommended that everybody change the passwords and credentials across the, across the board on their password manager. So with that said, I'll say this, that I, uh, you know, I, I use a password manager. I actually use one that's offline. That's not actually connected to like an internet. Um, and actually it won't allow you to connect to the internet while you use it. But in the same respect, on top of a password manager, I recommend people use a multi-factor authentication. Like I've always uh, recommended 
And I know Ryan loves those. Going <laughs> to MFA out there. Yeah, because just having a password by itself is, uh, you know, anybody can get access to your password. You can, you know, even if somebody is like, uh, you know, man in the middle attack or something like that, and get access to your password. So if you have some sort of multi-factor authentication set up on your your banking account in particular, anything that's like very sensitive data, uh, you know, some some low low uh, low hanging fruit like, you know, inessential accounts that that you don't really care about. Maybe it's not a big deal to have MFA, but definitely for your banking, for your for your uh, if you got your uh, your Bitcoin wallet set up somewhere, make sure that's locked down. If you got your uh, I don't think like Netflix, a lot of these streaming pra- uh, platforms don't really happen, but that's probably not even a big deal either because you can normally tell when somebody logs into that, but. Uh, Nonetheless, MFA is, is the way to go on top of your password manager. I like the I like to use my I use a uh, password safe is a, it's a password manager I use as well as uh, actually I save my password in my browser, which some people kind of shy shy from. But it's uh, the way at least Edge does it. It's pretty it's really secure. They actually have everything uh, like encrypted on your uh, I guess in your profile, and so it's like uh, if somebody actually gave got access to your I don't know. To that to that database, they'd have to like decrypt it using some crazy like like it'd probably take them years, take them uh, a thousand years to decrypt that that data. But nonetheless, uh, what you guys think about about this situation? So I, I, I'll tell you like this: this is <laughs> this is one of my. I, I guess I have a lot of big fears. I'm I'm very scary. I, I should probably give it to you. <laughs> I guess I need to go to church. I'm scared of everything. <laughs> like every week, it's like, hey, this is my one of my big fears. But um, no. So this is this this right here scares me because I was getting to that point where I was like, man, I'm having too many passwords to remember, and I and I try to make them all unique, right? So it's one of those things. It's like, man, I'm finding myself doing reset password, getting reset password emails a lot more on stuff because it's just not it's not something I use every day. Like my my banking one, I know that one, right? I got all types of things set up for that, you know, but the stuff that I don't use that often is kind of like, man, what is the password for this? You know what I mean? Like if I don't have an app or something for it, it's like, oh, okay, reset password and let me wait for this email to come through. But um, what's scary about this one is the supply chain thing again, right? So it's not like somebody had something that was, you know, out of date or whatever they were doing like they were supposed to be doing, right? Like with, with the solar winds attack, right? Same thing supply chain you, you go to something that is reputable you up you upgrade it and this is what happened and the reason it's even more scary to me is that they went after they went after one that was would you say it was 29,000 companies worldwide users yeah, yeah. 29,000 companies worldwide right so if they got to them they can definitely get to me right password state that leads me to believe that the, whatever password state is providing was good enough for 29,000 companies around the world to say this is the technology we're going to use to secure passwords in our organization, right? I don't know if I'm getting that from Joe Blow pass, password manager or whatever, you know, that I may get, you know what I'm saying? So right. I, 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 it's, it's scary to me because they went after the big dog, right? Like if you put, if you, if you uh, break the stick off in the big dog's jaws, right? And they, and they back off, then you should be scared, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not little puppy. I'm that little puppy on the porch. You just saw that like, Oh uh, yeah, I'll, I'll sit up. I'll eat what you want. <laughs> you know? like that's, that's what it is. That's what it is for me. But 
yeah, like I said, I was I was not at that point, but I was on the verge because I was just like, man, I'm sick of resetting passwords for everything. You know, I got passwords to remember at work. I got passwords for stuff at home. It's just getting to be too much now, right? Um, and I'm not against MFA. You know, I'm not against that at all. Like multi-factor is, is fine, you know what I mean, by me. But um, if it comes to a situation where it's something I have to do at work, you know what I mean? If I have to log on to something at work or whatever, I'm in a facility to where, I can't bring certain items in, right? So I'd have to go outside and, you know, then get that. And then, okay, I got to remember this code when I go back in now, you know? Right. So, but um, yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. I don't, I don't, man, this is getting scary out there. I mean, <laughs> and this is what we do every week, right? It's always something like this. And it's just, it's so scary. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, my little, my little few nickels that I have, I want to keep them protected. Right? <laughs> I'm not one of these 29,000 companies that's probably trading trading on the stock market and whatnot you know what i mean they, they right. got bigger fish to fry and if they got them it's easy to get me you know what i mean but uh ryan what's your take on this man uh yeah i think it's kind of crazy so i'm not i'm not against password managers i i, I do have one but mine isn't um uh as sophisticated as uh as the vons um <laughs> so I, I still use a lot of mfa I like I said I've I was never a fan of MFA but it has saved me in the past so it is definitely something I've been whenever I can uh cut it on I do cut it on uh it's a nightmare when you're overseas by the way uh for whatever reason sometimes it it, it kind of bifurcates my traffic so it'll it'll I'll it'll go out ask for requests but then like my son's tablet will get the uh the hey this is the number and then I have to wait rely on him to give it to me because I won't know he got it uh, cause I, I'll still be sitting here like a dunce waiting for it to come to me. I'll get a message from him. Like, Hey, so at one time I, I went through a loop of like 15 times trying to get into my own email. Cause it didn't like my IP address. Like I, the ISP must've switched. Like I mean, they must've did a roll. I tried to get into my email. My email was like, no, <laughs> like, Who are <laughs> I just you? continuously had to keep resetting, kept resetting to finally let me in. But if I can't get to my stuff, neither can a bad guy. Right. So <laughs> that's good. It's ultimate protection. Uh, yeah, it, but it's very convenient. Um, so in this case, uh, I've never worked for a company that has on-premises password management. Uh, kind of, sort of, like when you talk about like a Radius server, attack things of that nature, then yeah, but this is a little bit different. This one is uh, like, obviously they're, they're using it on their systems to protect their whatever accounts. And they said it, it affected uh, government, defense, finance, aerospace, retail, automotive, healthcare, legal, and media. Um, so they, they are embedded in lots of companies, which is interesting to me. I've never worked for any of those. Uh, so I've never had to rely on something like that, but it being a, um, uh, what's the term again? Um, supply chain, uh, uh, attack vector blows me like, cause it wouldn't, it wouldn't matter what it is. If they can get to the supply chain, like you said, four, four kilobyte patch caused a breach. Um, the, those are the, the smallest patches I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> it's like DLC when the when the uh, when the stuff is already on the disc. Like for Mass Effect, it was like a ten k patch, and you'd be like, "Oh, the DLC was so small." Like no, because it's already there. <laughs> so whatever this vulnerability was was already there. Uh, they just basically gave you the key to unlock it and then let themselves in. So I, I, again, I can't I can't vouch for it, but it seems as though that backdoor already existed. Maybe it was uh, used in in development because sometimes during what you shouldn't do during SDLC is building backdoors. But 
uh, many programmers do because it's just the easiest way to get back into the software to fix it if something else is wrong. So it sounds like they downloaded a key that unlocked the back door to let them in. So that that double sucks because nothing you can do about that. You you can't patch it out. Uh, you have to wait for whoever the parent company of uh, password state is to uh, send out new code to uh, to to fix that. So uh yeah it definitely uh blew me because I, I didn't know that uh you could do a supply a chain attack on almost anything and what it seems like so hopefully it doesn't become the new ransomware where every week we're starting to see supply chain chain attacks i was just thinking the um, same thing i was yeah. thinking the same thing like we're, yeah. we're i think we're going to start seeing more of that because because it's one of the proper principles one of the things that you teach to people is to go through the proper chain to get your updates and to do all this don't go to some of these other sites that may give give you something for free or whatever without paying for the service like you tell them go through an authorized site and this is what happens you know what i mean it's like i, I don't know i don't think there's yeah, a maybe it'll become an industry in itself maybe it'll be uh uh patch verifiers from here on out because i know in dod like it takes forever to get a patch uh like like hey this is a okay patch you can be several cycles behind before you get it but uh you're somewhat inherently uh protected with the zero trust model as well as being behind um encryptors and things of that nature like if you're just a regular old company you don't have none of that protection so every every day you don't patch is a day so i can get in there and get your stuff um you don't have those those several layers of defense um or what is that defense and death um that uh, the dod has so um it does suck Hopefully it didn't disrupt uh, disrupt them too bad. How do you fix that? I honestly do not know um, yet. I'm sure that'll that'll start getting baked into uh, something, either whether it be uh, uh, the uh, CBK or um, you have those PMP principles when it comes to SDLC, or someone will pick up the slack and and kind of figure out like how do you verify patches before you implement them uh, to the masses, like. Companies are going to do it themselves. There's already uh, probably CIO or CISO or somebody out there already thinking of ways to make sure they don't get hit with something like this again. Um, but I, I have not seen anything uh, text worthy to, uh, to like, it's crazy how um, uh, offensive cyber, uh, like hacking, black hat hacking outpaces defensive cyber so, so heavily. Like they, they're out here when it laps around us and it just goes to show you like you just got to move quicker like like now this is the this second or third one we've talked about with supply chain attack like we're just not moving quick enough we gotta we gotta move faster it's just, but, it's, just it's just because it's more profitable that's why <laughs> it's yeah. more profitable that is true and I, and I, and that is that. true still it's still in <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's more profitable in <laughs> defense. Yeah. You are correct. <laughs> and, and black hats are more stylish. That's why. You know what I mean? That's right. They go, yeah. they go with more outfits. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna I was gonna add on to what you're saying too, Ryan, you you and Shannon as well. But uh just the fact that um obviously these are these are important systems. I mean, this is like a big deal that you know that your your the system that's supposed to be providing the the patches that actually supposed to be helping secure your devices is getting compromised. And these, there's like a, a tiered structure. Um, I think it's like an old like Active Directory model or like a new Microsoft model that you have to have like a, you should have like a tiered infrastructure where you have like 
tier two is like your client machines. Tier one is like your management servers, maybe like a, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, some, some, you know, uh, some server that's hosting um, like a website or something. Then you have like a tier zero, which is like your, is like your active directory, maybe your domain servers. You got your, should actually be your, like your, your uh, SCCM or like your patching servers. Everything should be in that tier zero. And those would be like the most core secure. Your core yeah. services type thing. Right, yeah. core services, yeah, for sure. And that's, that should be like the most secure of like any of those tiers compared to, uh, you know, compared to like your clients. Obviously your clients need to be secure too, but you have to like limit the access and the reach to those, those tier zero devices. And um, I think we're seeing here perhaps, you know, perhaps in this situation, perhaps the state didn't properly secure this these tier zero like resources because um, they're super important. I mean, everybody's connecting to them and they're getting these patches and get these updates. And if, if it, this gets compromised, then, you know, just like I think it was in that solar wind attack or something like that, everything else gets compromised. Um, so, like you said, it's something that that I think these these black hat, you know, hackers are actually looking for these, uh, these you know, they're looking for these these tier zero type devices that are accessible that they can compromise and then, you know, kind of spread their 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 reach across the across the infrastructure. So just just my thought on that but obviously this is like a it's a pretty important thing and it's something that you know companies got to be aware of so it doesn't become like the next ransomware and everybody's getting compromised with, through the, just through their regular updates just trying to update be more secure than they get they get compromised from trying to be secure so yeah de definitely um it, it'll, it'll keep developing we'll, we'll have more to say uh, so I'm not tired of talking about it uh, just yet, like ransomware. I am tired of talking about ransomware, to be honest mm -hmm. with you, because uh, it happens so frequently. So this is something new, but it's not exciting because <laughs> nobody wants to be on that security team that gets hit with one of these attacks because they're going to be like, well, why didn't you do X, Y, Z? Like, well, you just, I don't, I don't even know how you prepare for it. So it's, it's a brand new um, vector uh, that we just have to, to be more diligent about and uh, kind of just figure out what works best for our, our own businesses. Uh, but with that being said, uh, I, th I thought this was a really good conversation. Uh, this, this whole week is about to be fired. I won't put all these on LinkedIn too. Like normally I only give LinkedIn to ask assist people, but I'm, put, I'm putting all these up. These are some good conversations. <laughs> That's um, right. I, I say that because it takes more effort to put these on LinkedIn because I got to break up a half and I got to do some crazy editing. And I'm not a producer, but if you're a producer, shameless plug, and you want to work for free, <laughs> <laughs> I can use some help. So please, right. please uh, shoot me a link. Like this, this could be your jumping off point. You make us look good. You look good. Right. But um, that's, that's enough shameless plug-in. Uh, but actually, no. So Ask Assist P is up next. Uh, I'm going to need y'all to send me some questions, right? So the questions have been flowing in. I'm making some good stuff. Uh, the latest video went up. People seem to like it. I need some questions. Please shoot me your questions. It, it, whether you want me to name you or not name you, that's okay. But just let us know what uh, what what you want to know about being either a, a CISP or just being a security professional. I mean, com combined, I think the three of us have like sixty years of uh, IT and cybersecurity experience, something like that, like wealth and knowledge. And I ask them questions all the time. So if it's something I can't answer, I will I will uh, uh, bug them until they give me the answers for you. So make sure you ask us your your questions. Uh, hit us up at the website www.theothersideofthefirewall.com. Uh, there you can reach our our Twitter, our IG, our Facebook group. Uh, we no longer have a page on LinkedIn. It's just my page right now. Um, 
IG as well. Uh, you can reach me at RyRy Security Guy. It's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. And then uh, LaVon. Hit me up on the Twitters at LaVon Maynard. There it is. There we go. So yeah, you got multiple ways of reaching us. Please hit us up um, and let us know what you uh, you think about the show. Stay tuned for us the week. So like I said, Ask Us SP, it will be on Wednesday. And then Thursday will be our fire discussion about something I'm not going to talk about. I'm going to leave you suspense. So tune in. Peace out. <laughs> Take care, everyone. <laughs> Thank you.